1: Hello, Governor! I'm Courtney! And I'm Allison! And we are gonna lose my accent right away, because I can't (laughs) hold on to it. We're Courtney and Allison of the Double X-Files, and we're painfully Canadian. I'm sorry we lied to you. Oh, man. Well, uh, we just went through um, episode number 12, called Fire.
0: Yes, we did. And
1: it was painfully British. It was aggressively British. Like... Like, like, really, really, seriously, guys, it was, uh, it it looked like it was open uh, opening up to one of those, like, dramatic British BBC shows. What's the one with Maggie Smith? Downton Abbey. Yeah, Downton. Is it really Downton? Yeah, it's
0: not Downtown
1: Abbey. Is it actually spelled D- Downton?
0: Well, it's um, Downton. D-O-W-N-T-O-N.
1: That's stupid.
0: A-B-B-E-Y.
1: I don't like that. well it's not up to you i don't care for it noted um so in episode uh 12 um fire um what actually why don't you start with the prediction no shell
0: no no the the prediction the episode summary yeah 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 so here is the netflix description for season one episode 12 entitled fire Mulder and Skelly join forces with an inspector from Scotland Yard when a man with pyrokinetic powers stalks members of the British aristocracy.
1: Sure did happen. That's the thing that occurred. Yeah. Um, now, I predicted that... My prediction was, I think, quote-unquote Johnny Storm. Yes, you situation. were very blunt about it. Um, that a guy could set himself on fire, and he did. Yeah, I would say... I, I cannot say that you were wrong. Okay, so would you count this one as a point?
0: I count it as a point, yeah. Okay, so
1: I think this is, I think I I lost track of how many points I have, but I'm going to say over 60% of the time I'm correct.
0: I would say, I think you have 10 out of 12.
1: 10 out of 12? Yeah. Yeah, so fuck Jersey Devil. What was the other one? Spaced? Space? Yeah. I don't remember.
0: Or Eve, you didn't get right. Oh, yeah,
1: fuck Eve. Fuck Eve, right So basically. So basically, the two that were shitty, shitty episodes, I didn't get right. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um. So fire is very special. It opens up um, painfully English, and there's a rather mustachioed white man walking in his English garden <laughs> with all his servants gardening, and he says goodbye to his wife Gives her a peck on the cheek, <laughs> and um, there's a super creepy guy uh, sitting in the garden, and uh, we recognized him. Yes. Who is he from? He. Who is he from? Who where is he from? So this is um, the actor
0: that plays Crowley on Supernatural, but so, about
1: twenty years before that. Yeah. So <laughs> fresh baby face Crowley. Yeah. Uh, and it's really funny because uh he is acting exactly like he does in Supernatural. Oh, yeah. It's the same character. It's the same character. Uh, I guess he just plays himself. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. I'm concerned for this man. <laughs> so we, the, um, if you are wondering, episode 12, Fire, is in fact a crossover episode to uh, Supernatural. Yes. So as I would say, it's a prequel. I would agree with that. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, no, baby, Sammy or Dini, no. but definitely a lot of Crawley and definitely a lot of fire, as the title suggests.
0: Yes, and it's not using fire in a sort of slang way, as one would a mixtape. Uh, but what? how do you
1: use fire in a in a well, slang you would, way? You would
0: say that this mixtape is fire
1: instead of it's hot.
0: Yes, is that what the kids are saying. That's these what days? the kids are saying
1: when they gram when they gram. When they they tumble and they gram and they tweet. And they have swag. Yeah. Swiggity swag. (laughs) I don't think anyone has that. That's too powerful. Whoa. (laughs) My great tells will say they have swiggity swag. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's really
0: bad. (laughs) Which is a surefire way way to tell that they
1: don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Um, So, uh, Crowley looks... Uh, very, um... Spooky? Yeah, he's, he's pretty spook. Obviously, this is your villain of the story right away. Yeah. And as big, mustachioed British parliamentary man walks by his wife, his lovely wife and lovely house, and he's suddenly on fire. Spontaneous human combustion, which, uh, as a kid, I was obsessed with.
0: Really? Yeah. I was, like, very concerned about it as a child. Yeah? And it was- positive that it would happen to me
1: i would i had that feeling too
0: yeah like i was obsessed with it as soon as there was like an encarta 95 i was looking it up
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah i was like what is this and can it happen to me yeah so the uh, spontaneous human combustion uh please guys um, go via the internet and go down that wormhole because it's amazing yeah uh you'll probably see pictures of like um there's the uh, the one i remember is a dead person but it's his whole lap is just, like, ashes. Oh, my God. And the feet is still in the slippers. And the thing is, like, he probably fell asleep with the... C- smoking a cigarette or something. Yeah. But it's like, if you're on fire, do you not wake up?
0: It's a good question.
1: Do you just, like, oh, my crotch is on fire, I'm still gonna... I feel like maybe he had taken some drugs or... Maybe. I don't know, it wasn't. But there's really cool pictures out there of... Well, I don't want to say there's cool pictures of burnt bodies, but... As a kid, I thought they were cool.
0: I thought they were terrifying and intriguing in that like weird way that you're... In that weird way where you kind of want to find a dead body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to kind of go on a... Uh, what's that movie with Joaquin Phoenix and Will Wheaton?
0: Oh, no. It's River Phoenix. Oh, ri-
1: River Phoenix. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, uh, Stand By Me.
1: Yeah, you want to go on a Stand By Me adventure? Yeah. Poke a dead body? That is what I would like. What happens at the end of that movie?
0: I don't remember.
1: Okay, I don't remember either. Was Will Wheaton a ghost the entire time?
0: Um, no, but that's how he gets into Starfleet Academy.
1: He was a ghost the entire time, or yeah. he found a dead body.
0: Well, he found the dead body, and then that, and then he goes to Starfleet oh,
1: Academy. Oh, so that's a tie-in too. Yeah, we're all we are tying in. Some... All
0: universes are connected, and there are infinite universes. Okay,
1: so this universe, which is co- connected to the X Files, um. Uh, goes after this man spontaneously combusts, and obviously Crowley is at the head of it because he looks creepy. Yes. Uh, we get, uh, we get to Scully and Mulder getting into a car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're, I don't know, they're hands full, and Mulder opens the door, and Scully opens the door, and Mulder's like, that's weird. I thought I locked this door. And... Scully has the best line of the whole episode, and she goes, ooh, must be an X-Files, and we cackled. We
0: lost it. We were like, yes,
1: queen. Yeah. Scully,
0: you are everything. It's like the
1: fourth wall was broken, and she knew that we were tired of Mulder shit. (laughs) And she stared into our
0: souls, and she was like, me too. (laughs)
1: Um, But then also, like, if you're an FBI agent, and you, you swear that the door was locked... Isn't that Isn't that a little weird Wouldn't you like Take precautions (laughs) I'd be like Maybe don't get in this car Yeah maybe check it out And then they get in the car And there's a mixtape On the dash Mm -hmm. Again That's a little weird I guess maybe he thought I thought it was going to be From um Deep Throat Or something Oh yeah And then he plays it and it's this tape with a British woman saying, oh, one time in Britain, a man like you put this tape in his Honda Civic like the one (laughs) you're in now and he didn't know that if he opened the door it would be blown to smithereens yeah
0: so the context was basically like haha you're going to explode take that
1: yeah and scully was like oh shit <laughs> uh but it turns out um it wasn't it was just kind of uh muller's old quote unquote friend what was her real name uh, phoebe green i only remember because it is a
0: combination of rachel <sighs> green and phoebe buffet from friends
1: oh phoebe buffet uh, my parents and my family, instead of saying buffet, we always say buffet because of Phoebe Buffet. Nice. Like go to the Chinese buffet. Oh my god. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't. I didn't remember her name because obviously she was just British Scully.
0: Oh, I just called her Lady Die the whole time. Oh
1: yeah, she had a sweet Lady Dye hair cut. Yeah. I think everyone. In the 90s, if you were British and a woman and, or a haircut. man, yeah. you had that haircut.
0: I have seen many British men with that haircut, yeah. so that's
1: fair. Yes. <laughs> Sir Paul McCartney yes. has that hair currently. <laughs> he currently has that haircut. It's so true. Um, so she, Phoebe Buffet, uh, no, Phoebe Green. Phoebe Green. Uh, not Phoebe Buffet. <laughs> uh, she is pulling Mulder into this. Situation where these parliamentary members, all old white British dudes, am I right? Ugh. Ugh. Um, have been eradicated via fire, right? Burnt yeah. to the ground. Um, and uh, so, and they have history. I didn't catch yeah, the history. They start
0: kissing outside that car, and Scully looks over and she's like, oh boy. <laughs>
1: And it's like I don't wanna say that she's like, Bitch, this my prey. Oh,
0: not at all. No, I no, think she's, she's more just like, like this ugh. is a thing that's happening now. Okay. Jesus.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's jealous. No. I think she's just I mean, you could if you shift these two, you could definitely read into jealousy. Yeah. But I think it's honestly ugh. Yeah, like An- what's this fresh bullshit? Yeah, another thing I have to put up with. Yeah, that's definitely how I read it. Like it it would be like someone you I don't know, like a coworker you, you maybe have to work with and he's slightly annoying. And then, oh, look at me make out now with my hot new girlfriend. (laughs) We have history. (laughs) But I'm hurt like that. I don't know. That would be kind of ick. Yeah, I wouldn't love it. That's a bad situation. But you know what? I'm proud of Scully this episode. She definitely, like, pulls her weight, and even more so than anyone else. Oh, she kills it in this episode. Yeah, she definitely does. So this one, I like this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They talk about this killer who kills via fire, but no one's sure how. So they blink out, they they wipe to um, a scientist. Oh, a, before
0: that, I what? just want to mention that while they are talking about this case in the Mulder at Mulder's office. Um, he is adopting an intense power stance. <laughs> oh, yeah, while sitting, he is sitting in his chair. He has his legs up on his desk, and his the view from Phoebe Green to him is all crotch.
1: Oh yeah, he's, he's directing directing his, his crotch <laughs> right at her. <laughs> it's like the shot in this the scene. It's like that's his knee. So obviously he's hiked up his feet onto the desk. Yeah. One foot. And so his crotch is pointing directly at Phoebe. Yeah, he does this a lot. We see a lot of Mulder feet.
0: We do see a lot of Mulder feet. Is and, this like, a, um, is this
1: a guy thing?
0: No. Is this man spreading? <laughs> you know what? It might be man spreading.
1: Oh, and this is like intense man spreading. Oh yeah. Like oh my cojones are so big, I can't keep my legs together. I
0: must direct them towards you.
1: <laughs> Feel the heat, ladies. <laughs> Guys, if you manspread on the bus and or train or wherever, you don't need to.
0: I try to manspread just to get it out.
1: Do you? Sometimes I manspread when I'm wearing like a a dress or something like, I fucking don't care. I'm not a lady.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I only ever wear jeans, but I do manspread intentionally. Yeah.
1: Do you? sometimes lady crotches get hot too yeah sometimes you
0: got some biz going on no matter what
1: kind of crotch you have no matter what kind of gender you are it gets swampy down there oh it gets real swampy no matter it doesn't fucking matter what you have in your pants and everyone has the right to spread everyone has the right to spread yes let's start a revolution (laughs) down with man spreading up with all spreading yes so friends (laughs) you've heard it here folks uh no matter what you have in your pants it's no one's business a but b spread them yeah just just just, spread it just spread it spread
0: it (laughs) spread it like some butter on
1: bread (laughs) well i'm gonna do that now (laughs) i hope and listeners i hope you do too uh, now, oh, now we're talking about the scientist guy? Yeah, now we can talk about the scientist oh. guy. Uh, so, they go to this, I, I guess he's a fire... Oh, oli- no, wait, oh. wait, uh,
0: one more thing. Okay,
1: one more thing, go. Um,
0: uh, I just have to say that there was another great Scully line where, um, Oh,
1: you don't need to interrupt with Scully lines, I need them all. Okay,
0: <laughs> before they go talk to the scientists, again, after, um... After Phoebe Green has left Mulder's office with a curt nod to Scully, Skelly uh, Scully says, "Well, what what are you doing? You're taking on this case." And Mulder says, "I was just extending her the courtesy of our expertise." And Scully says, "Oh, is that what you were extending? Because what he was really extending was his dick."
1: it's like scully was one of us this episode she was
0: she was one of us it's one like,
1: of us one of us it's like those are the jokes that we would scream at the television <laughs> yeah. to cut down Mulder, yeah. but she did it for us and i found it it was lovely. beautiful i just yeah i think she saved this episode for me like many episodes scully yeah. saved this episode for me now can i now you so- <laughs> can talk about the scientist um so scientist uh he looked like my eighth grade math teacher um and he it, the first shot of him is like caressing some slides yeah. of burnt bodies and Mulder's like finally a guy who likes slides more than I do. <laughs> uh so he's just saying about a spontaneous human combustion is is fictional and Mulder's like well I don't know about that. But, but also, be if you're going to need to light a body on fire, um, it needs to be incredibly hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he had the measurements. I don't really care to look them up. Um, <laughs> so write in and tell us what temperatures it takes to burn a human body.
0: Yeah. If you've ever burned a human body, write in.
1: Yeah. Um, or want to burn a human body. Yeah. And need to know the temperatures. Uh. You're going to have to get your hands on some rocket fuel, apparently. Yes. Because that's one of the things that the scientists say. You know, you need a um, fuel that can go up very quickly, Mm -hmm. burn very hot, uh, and also disappear. So, apparently, like, when they're doing arson investigations, they can find the fuel pretty easily. Yeah. Or where this fire was was set. Which I find really interesting. Like, if there's an arson, they can tell, like, where the fire started, but also what it was started with.
0: Yeah. Well, I've seen a few arsonist episodes of
1: Criminal Minds. And do you have any insight on that?
0: Uh, Yeah. That seems to be something that they can tell is what kind of accelerant was used and where it initially started and how it spread.
1: So if you're burning down your house and or business for insurance money use rocket fuel is what this episode is. Yes, if
0: you can get your hands on some rocket fuel.
1: Which we will discuss later where you get it, um, because apparently everyone gets their rocket fuel at Home Depot in this episode. (laughs) so (laughs) Very carefully labeled. Um, So the fire scientist says, uh, yeah, it needs to be very, very hot. Um, Rocket fuel would do it, and um, it disappears afterwards, which is why the the scotland yard couldn't find any fuel yeah. markings I he guess. says
0: it burns hot and it burns clean yeah
1: bur- <laughs> uh and then Mulder does a molder and's like what about fire kinetics
0: pyrokinetics yeah
1: pyrokinetics like uh and <laughs> the guy the scientist says well i've seen fire bounce and i've seen fire go turn a corner but uh I don't know if he shut down Mulder or he's like the fire does some weird things.
0: He said uh, he said that what fire does is like a demon poetry.
1: Wow. So he got real deep. So this is is a supernatural episode. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So rocket Fu Oh, and th- this is when the the next shot happens with Crowley, yeah. who is now named Bob the caretaker. Yeah. Uh, and he's painting. Uh, some siding or whatever he's but,
0: painting an in it's an interior part of the house
1: <laughs> and he has his paint his flat white paint yeah but he also has a can of rocket fuel yeah it says right on it rocket rocket fuel and he i guess he's dipping part of it and i like where do you get that in a and, nice and why can. Is it labeled as what it is well well that's for safety reasons well but everyone's gonna know I guess so. Well, I guess, I guess yeah, he should have, like, sharpied it at least, at minimum. Yeah, just
0: cross But it if right you're going to buy
1: rocket fuel, I would like it to be clearly marked yeah, as rocket fuel. Yeah, you don't want fuel. that
0: situation where you're, like, painting and you have a cup of tea. That This happens to my roommate all the time, and then she, like, <laughs> accidentally almost drinks the paint water instead of her cup of tea.
1: Elise, I'm calling you out. How many times has she done that? Oh, like, I'm sure a million over the course of her life. <laughs> so she's going to die of, like, paint poisoning, right? Yeah, Slowly I mean, Slowly building probably. up. <laughs> Slowly building up in her system. Congratulations, Elise. You're going to die. We all are going to die. Someday. Someday. But you are going to die of paint poisoning. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, uh,
0: so here was my question. was Because th- this is the day that... These people are moving into this house in Cape, yeah. sunny Cape Cod. Why is he painting things inside the house the day they come in?
1: I don't know. He, he says he, he wants says to he just fresh wants to f-
0: fix it up for them, but just that's weird.
1: That he didn't get in there sooner. Yeah. Well, he came from Britain too, so maybe he but it's had like.
0: Aren't there paint fumes? Are they worried? oh yeah what can they smell the rocket fuel yeah i
1: would assume that rocket fuel has a bit of a smell to (laughs) it oh this house straight up smells like gasoline that can't be good uh that's that must be the shitty uh paint that the yanks use man (laughs) damn those yanks (laughs) those americans
0: we have already established ourselves to be an anti-america podcast just kidding we love you guys
1: no, more than fifty percent of our—well, I would say forty-eight percent of our listeners are American.
0: Forty-eight—that's the number of states there is. Yay! Wait, is that right?
1: Forty-eight
0: <laughs> contiguous?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then
0: two non-contiguous. And
1: those other two don't count, and Puerto Am Rico. I
0: contiguous, right?
1: No, I don't think you are, guys. Write in if you live in Alaska or Hawaii. <laughs> uh,
0: write in if you can tell me how to pronounce the word contiguous, <laughs> or if
1: you live in Puerto Rico. Yeah, you, fifty-one. You count
0: fifty-one. Fifty.
1: No, no, and Guam.
0: Guam? Fifty-two. Guam? Fifty-two. I want to say, Guam. and there's something weird going on with the Philippines. Let's just be honest;
1: <laughs> they have nothing to do with this. They have
0: it. They have a do they? Um, a military base in the Philippines.
1: Oh, Americans have military bases, but it's everywhere, like a weird though.
0: situation. Ask people.
1: Who? Who am I going to ask?
0: The Wikipedia. I don't know.
1: Okay, the Fili- Filipino people. Like, <laughs> what do you think about the air force base in your pro? Yeah, you know? I don't know. Good to know.
0: It's a weird political th- situation. Okay,
1: okay. Well, I know that, like, Puerto Ricans cannot vote. They don't have a lot of citizens. But they have, like, a large percentage of their population Actually, is in like the American for armed forces. Yeah, yeah. Guys, watch John Oliver. He talks about it a lot about Puerto Rico and Guam.
0: Guys, don't let us talk about geography because we just
1: <laughs> we don't do a good job of no, it. No, I know that I'm pretty good at American geography. Okay, it's when we get to Europe. He yeah. Gets yeah. Body. <laughs> um. So, oh, also uh, while um, while Crowley is painting, he goes outside while these this family is. Um, moving in and they are they have two very small toe-headed boys yes um and we'll talk about a connection with them later but also i believe that's the dog from Fraser.
0: oh it's 100 <laughs> percent the dog from Fraser. who <laughs> if i believe i read on, it, i believe i read on the internet that that dog is a huge dick
1: really yeah like like how oh like it was just terrible to work with like it had a poop poop on people's chairs no, it was just
0: like aggressive and not bringing really eggs. yeah Oh, why? Anyways, would... he kicked he the would... dog from Fraser.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did kick the dog from. He Fraser. straight
0: up kicked that dog from Fraser because that dog from Fraser was trying to dig up the dead body of the previous caretaker that he had buried.
1: Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, I, really? I had no idea why there was a dead body back there.
0: Oh, yeah, he killed the previous, and then because at the end of the episode they say they're gonna oh, like try him for the death of a Massachusetts caretaker.
1: A Massachusetts, or as I call the. Ass-mass-holes. mass, holes. mass holes. That's what you call them.
0: Oh, okay. People from
1: Massachusetts. I, you guys, I used to live in New Hampshire, so I'm okay with calling people mass-holes. But <laughs> you shouldn't do it, because that's mean. <laughs> 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 there, uh, uh, Massachusetts is like what California is over here. Oh. That's like what Massachusetts...
0: Do we not like California over here?
1: Well, no, you know they're like, oh, California people drive like assholes, and they're. I will
0: say, people from Los Angeles are very rude.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what people think about. Unless you, I mean, I I love Boston as a city. It's gorgeous, and I spent a lot of time in Massachusetts. People are very loud there.
0: Oh yeah, they're
1: very loud.
0: No, if you work in the entertainment industry in Vancouver, then you know what I'm talking about when I say that people <laughs> from LA are very rude. <laughs>
1: they're the worst so massachusetts is the california of uh new england okay just to let you know cool well where we're coming from but cape cod is lovely um massachusetts can you how
0: much cod can you get in cape cod
1: none they have no cod it's extinct
0: what overfished
1: yeah no extinct doesn't exist
0: well, I think, <laughs> and I think a species can't be extinct if it's only gone in one specific area. The the New England
1: Cape Cod cod <laughs> is no longer with us, Allison. And I don't take this issue lightly. Okay, it's not the, the
0: New England Cape Cod cod. <laughs> Why would it be called cod twice? Because well, it's twice as nice.
1: <laughs> the fish so nice it named it twice. <laughs> I totally forget where what we're. What is
0: at. happening in this episode? Okay, you guys.
1: the dog from Fraser. He
0: kicks the dog from Fraser, and, and then, he has the
1: body in the back. Yeah. Okay. And
0: then we go talk to um, we go talk to Mulder and Phoebe. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, she's got an angle, and we're not sure what it is. Oh so yeah. She's trying to kind of like, uh, I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know what happened in this scene. Um, I wrote Mulder is damaged goods, and yeah. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's tombstone.
1: Oh, yeah, it was this one where we established that he's Damon's Goods, and we established that he has a photographic memory. Yeah. And we also established that Phoebe and him probably banged on Arthur Cor- Conan Doyle's grave.
0: Yeah, so take that, Sherlock fans.
1: Yeah. Oh, see, it's all coming together. Because
0: they have this whole, like, weird Sherlock Watson thing.
1: Phoebe, what do you mean? And
0: Phoebe and uh, Mulder. They have a lot of inside jokes about Sherlock Holmes, probably
1: because of the banging on the tombstone. Do they, like, role play? Oh my God! I hope so. Is that was implying?
0: Yeah, I, ho- I hope. I was so. Mulder
1: Watson. Oh, Mulder
0: was one hundred percent Watson. He could never be anyone other than Watson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Okay, so yeah, that's. I think that's all established. It just establish history and this weird Sherlock thing that they have going on. Yeah, this weird super Who lock that we uh, situation <laughs> that we have developing. Super X lock. <laughs> yeah, fuck guys, who. Guys, don't make that a thing. Super X Lock, do it. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. Courtney, no. Yes, Cordy. Yes, guys. If you have Super X Lock fan fiction, <laughs> okay, I will, Actually, I want to get it. I will. I will send you a Canadian dollar. It's worth thirty-five cents American, <laughs> roughly. <laughs> <laughs> I will send it to you in an envelope. And I will wear lipstick and kiss that envelope. Oh my God, this is getting weird. I well, and super x fan fiction is not getting weird. It's getting gonna get a little. It's gonna get a little weird. Okay.
0: So anyway, <laughs>
1: some
0: some kind of plot and/or situation happens. But we forgot in about Drew, We
1: forgot about Drew Barrymore. Is oh, that coming up next? That hasn't happened yet. Oh, has oh, it? Yeah, it happened.
0: Oh, it happened.
1: Oh, it happened.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I wrote cough syrup. Um, So uh, Crowley slash uh, Cecil Lively um, slash Bob, uh, (laughs) he uh, talks to the driver for this rich British family, and he says, hey, I'm going to go into town. Do you want anything? And this guy's like coughing. He can't stop coughing, so he says, maybe some cough syrup. And then um, Crowley slash Cecil Lively slash Bab uh, says, hey, do you want syrup or lozenges? Which I've never heard anyone ask anyone before um and then the guy says i guess syrup and it's just i don't know it's weird um and then and that bob, was kind of weird yeah bob goes into town to a bar where he is drinking out of a paper bag and drew barrymore is there
1: yeah okay is it is it was it booze that he was like in the paper i thought it was like rocket fuel i think he
0: was probably just drinking rocket fuel and that's why it was in a paper bag
1: yeah because it was like a paint can shape. Because he did get it from Home It Bebo. was
0: very weirdly thick. It would be, like, extremely thick for even a bottle of gin. And you yeah. those are usually have quite a wide base. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because we know a lot about gin. Oh, like, I know a yeah. lot about gin. Hey-oh. <laughs> um, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> um We don't take that lightly, friends. No, we don't. It's a, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure he's drinking or doing something. Did he actually? He didn't drink from it. Didn't he? I thought he did. No, I don't think he
0: did. Oh, okay.
1: Um... So, and, and a lady at the bar, um, who is may or may not be Drew Barrymore, uh, I swore that it was Drew Barrymore, She looks but- like Drew Barrymore in that movie where Drew
0: Barrymore has to pretend to be 16 and go back to high school. Um...
1: She's like
0: a journalist.
1: Never been kissed? Yeah. Wow, I got that first try. Nailed it! I probably, as a teenager, cried over that movie. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um... So, she, he's like, you want to see a magic trick? And she's like, yeah. Which, if a guy in a bar asked you if you want to see a magic trick... He's just going to pull his dick out, he's ladies. He's ju- just going to pull a rabbit out of his hat. And by hat, I mean pants. And, and by, by rabbit, rabbit, I mean <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> what? <laughs> um... And it, it, he does weird, like light the cigarette sort of thing, and yeah. then his hand is on fire, and then he sets everything else on fire.
0: Yeah, and
1: uh, Drew Barrymore gets burnt real bad. Oh, she does. She gets burnt real bad. Uh, so that's when, um, that's when Phoebe and Mulder and Scully check on her. Well, no, Scully's not there. No, Scully's, Scully's doing, doing, her doing her own, own thing. thing uh and they question do they get anything out of Jewberry Barrymore well she's like I
0: can't tell you why I was at the bar or what happened because my partner thinks that I was at school and I lied to him because I was uh, out there trying to pick up a piece of strange and then um (laughs) Mulder's like well I won't tell anyone about that if you just come to the station and help us put together a composite sketch
1: and I guess that happened yeah because there it comes up at the end so
0: she she does does say something And And then um, there's some more sassy repartee between Mulder and Phoebe. There sure
1: is. Uh, And more and more, Mulder is looking like the... um, I I don't know how to term this. It's like, Phoebe is obviously the more aggressive one, which is awesome to see in the 90s of a woman being the more aggressive one in a relationship and the male being like, oh, you used and abused me and, and like... I don't know about that. Like, it was almost like a role, like a gender, a non-gender normative reversal sort of thing. Yeah, so that was nice. It was nice. And so Mulder seemed a little bit more um, sympathetic. Yeah. Because obviously he got dumped. Uh, He's not the dumper, which is, again, refreshing. Um, So I appreciated that plot line. I did. I wasn't mad at it. No, no.
0: I just found Phoebe obnoxious.
1: You mean British scully?
0: Yeah, I found her aggressively British.
1: Yeah, she was British. She enunciated
0: British. everything so hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't great. <laughs> uh so we cut to um the two toe-headed boys.
0: Yes, uh bullhead and side part. Bull cut and side part not bullhead.
1: <laughs> bullhead. Uh, and they're talking to Crowley about smoking. Yeah, and how smoking is super cool.
0: Yeah, and and uh, they should probably take it up.
1: Now we had we found out a personal X Files uh, about those two children mm-hmm. while we were watching. My husband's like, I know that kid, and we're like, what? <laughs> so apparently, um, he went to school with this kid, uh, Saint Michael's University School in Victoria, B.C. Uh, the kid. Keegan McIntosh, I think is his name, went to school with uh, m- my husband and his older brother. And my husband's last name is also McIntosh. So I guess they had a like a fan
0: club thing. Probably there. they had a club.
1: Yeah. So this Keegan McIntosh, Mac- apparently he was in Goosebumps and Homeward Bound too.
0: Can I say that I think the name of their club was probably Mac Attack?
1: I asked if that... <laughs> See, my husband's not cool enough to have that as a nickname. I asked if anyone had ever called him that. He said no. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that, to be (laughs) honest. I think his nickname uh, uh, was Peanut. Peanut. <laughs> yeah. i have that on good authority that his that is so uh some personal likes smiles um we are doing some kevin uh, kevin bacon degrees i'm connected to bullhead within like three degrees <laughs> so that's pretty cool guys
0: yeah that's pretty boss yeah
1: uh so oh Keegan Macintosh if you somehow listened to this I don't know how you found it but write in and tell us your experience at the uh, double, uh for uh, the X-Files and what it was like working with Crowley yeah and what it was like having to do that horrible British accent <laughs> and what it was like to have that horrible bull cut <laughs> <laughs> Uh so yeah uh, so uh, Crowley's being really semi threatening with these two boys and teaching them that smoking is cool um and the wife comes the british wife of the parliamentary guy the the mom Aww. and says oh our driver took ill so can you drive us to this party because we can't drive because we'll drive on the wrong side of the road because we're whimsically british
0: <laughs>
1: that's what she says yeah. why do you need a driver like, I guess it's nice.
0: Well, and um, plus they don't they don't know their way around. They probably don't want to drive into Boston because big cities are
1: frightening. Oh, my God. Driving into Boston is the worst. Well, there you go. My dad uh, used to be a taxi driver, and he had to drive the stretch in and out of Boston. Ooh. And this is when the big dig was happening, which is basically they were burrowing underneath the city to put all their highways. And I'm pretty sure it's still going on. Oh, my God. Uh it's awful. It's awful to drive in. So I guess that's right. They don't want to drive because yeah. Boston is a horrible place to drive in. But it's a beautiful city. I suggest going there if anyone has a chance to go there. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want people from Massachusetts to be mad at us because I call them. <laughs> no, I, well, let's clarify one thing. They're not going to be mad at us. <laughs> I called them mass They're going to be mad at you. I said that in just, guys. I I I really miss New England. <laughs> Plus, they have Salem, Massachusetts, which is super badass because it's got all those really cool witches? witch, like, tourist traps and stuff. And real witches. Yes. Live there. There are pagans who live there, yes. 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 Um, uh, so, please, if you live in Massachusetts, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's going to be okay. Okay. I just... I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't.
0: Um, so uh, now we kind of see Scully is investigating this on her own. Yeah, Mulder has made it clear to her that he wants to handle it himself, but she can't help herself. Uh, so she's digging in and she's kind of putting together a profile of who she thinks the ar- arsonist is most likely. To yeah, be.
1: she's doing a lot of footwork in this one. She
0: is doing a lot of footwork.
1: Uh, and meanwhile, uh, Phoebe and Mulder like, oh. The the family going to a party in Boston, so we should go and check it out just in case the arsonist decides well, they, to make an appearance. They
0: were going to set up a trap. Oh yeah, they were going to. Which set they up mostly a trap. failed to do.
1: Yeah, they didn't really plan anything. No. They didn't like we're going to set a net of officers around the perimeter. They did nothing. They danced. Yeah, that's really stupid. They danced enough. and then
0: Mulder passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because all the blood went to his dick.
1: <laughs> um. Well, well, while Mulder checks into the hotel, beautiful hotel room, Uh, I don't know where you get one of those, Um, Scully calls him, and he's kind of embarrassed, I guess because he's ashamed because he didn't tell Scully what was going on. Yeah. Um, And she's like, well, I have some information. I have the profile. Can we go over it? He says, well, I'm in Boston. Oh, I'll come there. And he's kind of like caught in the cookie jar like oh i didn't tell you what was going on but i'm doing another thing with the other scully british scully and now i feel weird yeah now everything's weird and he actually says i'm expecting my hands full as he sits on his four poster bed (laughs) seductively yeah oh boy um uh oh yeah and this is the party so uh obviously Mulder is enamored with phoebe yeah she comes up with a nice dress. Yeah. Scully would have pulled it off better.
0: Oh, Scully would have looked way better in that
1: dress. <laughs> she would have had a slit up to there. And... Oh, boy. <laughs> um, and then they're dancing. Yeah, I they're having it... like
0: a romantic slow dance in an empty ballroom. And Scully kind of comes up and peeps on him. And then someone's peeping on her and it's Crowley. And yeah, there's lots of peeps. And she looks back and he's not there. Um, and then she looks to the conveniently placed uh, fire panel. Yeah. Uh, and she can see that the 14th floor is on fire. <laughs> that shit is on fire. fire.
1: Those two boys are on fire. <laughs> this hotel is on, on fire. Fire.
0: Um, so, But yeah, basically the 14th floor is on fire And she's like, oh that's where the boys are And she rushes over and interrupts the dancing And,
1: and she's the, like, and, hey. the very, and as you mentioned, the very chaste kissing Yeah, the very chaste kissing It was kissing like, the on. lips didn't want to touch, but they did <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly
0: um, So Mulder's like, okay, I'll go up there and save those boys But, as Mulder revealed to us previously in the episode He's fucking terrified of fire
1: He's like the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz, he's very terrified, and 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 it was really sad because he's going up to the 14th floor. He yeah. goes in, there's smoke. He stays low to the ground, and there's the you know the special effects guy has like a torch and like. Hairspray? At, yeah, hairspray, and is shh, shh, like a dragon is behind the corner. Yeah. Um, and oh, he's, my God, it did look like that. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, like, Disney special effects, man. <laughs> um, and he sees the fire, and he turns around and faints.
0: Yeah, he just slumps over on the floor.
1: Now, guys, fire safety 101. I know these two small, beautiful children were very precious, But if you are not a firefighter, do not go in, because then the firefighters have to save more people. That
0: is the first thing that you learn in the Ronald McDonald Firehouse.
1: Ronald McDonald Firehouse? Yeah, it's
0: this little firehouse that they used to bring around to all the schools. It's this tiny house. This was terrifying for me as a child. Um, (laughs) And you have to go in the house, and then they pump it full of this flavored smoke, and you have to, like, demonstrate that you understand how to get out of a burning house. (laughs) What? Really? <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. I was I was terrified of fire as a child. Terrified of my house burning down and oh all my that god. stuff. Oh my god. And you have to go into this little house on wheels and they <laughs> pump it full of this like flavored smoke. Was it like charboiled like like smelt like Big Macs? No, it was like like fruit fla- fruit smell smoke. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and then you have to like stay low to the ground and like test the door handles and like
1: what if what if it is like a bunch of one grade ones and they like touch the door handle and it's burning hot? Well, kids, I guess you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> was this when you were in Comox? Yeah. Guys, write in if you had this experience too. Yeah, please, I wanna know. Please write
0: in if you had any experience with the Ronald McDonald firehouse. This must
1: be a Canadian like a BC thing. I went to I went to elementary school like in the States, so
0: Yeah. I have to tell you, growing up. It um in BC schools was a terrifying experience for a number of reasons.
1: But to be fair, that's really cool.
0: But a lot of their safety programs were like, "This will happen to you." That's actually really and cool. Having like growing up as a kid with a severe anxiety disorder <laughs> that fucks you up.
1: We're going to have an earthquake now. <laughs> Your house will burn to the ground. Any stranger you meet will touch you inappropriately. <laughs> you're walking down the street and then a tidal wave comes <laughs> the big one is coming uh, yeah living and also growing up in a, a place where the big one is cur-
0: constantly being prophesized to come
1: yeah we're in bc we haven't had an earthquake in a while um we always have ones in haida Gwaii up north but yeah. we don't we don't have we're waiting we're waiting living for a big on one. a
0: fault line <laughs>
1: anyways i no i i'm gonna restate guys if you had an experience in the ronald mcdonald firehouse (laughs) i need to know and if you have pictures dig them out of your parents basement because this is really amazing i need to commiserate what if you were the only school how would you feel then i'd be like why did you do this to me (laughs) i need to know guys please 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 i will send you a dollar bill in an envelope yeah and it's worth 37 cents Canadian. You know how
0: Canadian? How you say that um, the x file is, is the reason you're so fucked up as an adult? Yeah, you think like, that was it?
1: Canadian schooling, like BC <laughs> schooling is the reason I'm so fucked up. Guys, uh, every time we went into our class, our teacher wasn't there, but they were hiding somewhere and you had to find them. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Okay, so here's what I like about this Mueller passing out situation is he gets saved by the biggest, burliest fireman. Oh, yeah. Who bodily lifts him up. This is rough, tough McBuff stuff
1: <laughs> in the flesh, or if you prefer, big McLarge, huge. <laughs> like, okay, David Duchovny, we saw him in person. He's a very tall man. Yeah, he's not a small man. He's six foot something, right? Uh, this firefighter lifts him up. Carries him like a small child. Yeah. Curled up on his lap. Like all the way down. Oh, my God. So, again, if you're in a fire situation, I don't care if if your fluffy kitty is on the fourth floor. Do not go up there because you might not have a Buff McLarge stuff to carry you. Buff McLarge <laughs> stuff. Is that what you call that? I called him A, rough, tough, McBuff stuff, <laughs> and B, big, McLarge huge. What did I say? Buff, like, large stuff? <laughs> I like that better anyway.
0: Bob McLarge stuff.
1: <laughs> okay. That's what I want you to call me now, Bob McLarge stuff. Yeah. Done. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So poor baby Mulder did try to rescue these two boys, failed miserably. So now he has like carbon monoxide poisoning or whatever. Yeah, you get. he's in bed. He's shirtless. Yeah, he got shirtless. I don't know how or why. And and Scully's like here baby do you want some water sip 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 sip. and he's like scully can i have some ice cream my throat is so sore from breathing <laughs> it's very sad it's very it's very pathetic uh and they have a conversation about about the um about the arsonist and she scully did hella legwork and mm. went through all the servants of all the british people who died Ever in history. Yes,
0: all of their manservants. Like,
1: I'm talking from 1700 onwards. Yeah. Every, and, and she says, wow, there's like 200 names on this list. Uh, they must not even tie their own shoes. And I believe that's true. Yeah.
0: And uh, then there was some very complicated backstory that was gen- genuinely not important um, to do with the this guy, Cecil Lively. So... I'll try and sum it up for you, but basically, uh, the name Cecil Lively actually belongs to someone who was a servant in a number of households, but he died in 1970. Um, however, Cecil Lively, Cecil Ively with an <laughs> apostrophe between the L and the I, uh, is also like goes back in records to like some sort of. Pagan sacrifice of children in the woods. Yeah, that was
1: weird. They mentioned that.
0: Yeah, like had nothing to do with anything. And if we're supposed to be getting that this is like La lively's backstory, Crowley's backstory, I mean,
1: that's M- really just shoehorned in. Maybe they're in. like, he had this is an explanation for his power. I know, but it's or... so
0: shoehorned in. And do we need an explanation? He's well, a paranormal kinetic.
1: That's going to that's going to throw back to Supernatural, I'm sure. Yeah. So obviously, we're gonna just have to watch Supernatural. Oh, we're too. gonna have
0: to watch the episode that hooks up to this
1: uh which is the one with the fire oh all of them all of them with the fire (laughs) okay (laughs) and when d needs a big burger yes and and, then he uh, has
0: to go to his office and says
1: horrible things about women yes which is all of them all of the episodes that's what he does (laughs) Uh, And when sammy makes that face (laughs) uh (laughs) so when we were in the states um supernatural is like always on because there's 17 million seasons of it almost like the simpsons and one of our favorite games is to pause the tv or like like put it on pause and see what face sammy makes and it's hilarious (laughs) he looks like an uptight 90 year old woman oh my god (laughs) that's my favorite game now oh that's awesome
0: uh, um, so we go to Scully, who is waiting for a fax. Yes. She's waiting for the fax of the composite sketch um, that the woman in the bar had uh, given them info for. Drew Um And it prints out of the fax machine. And guess what? It's fucking Crowley. Who fucking would have guessed it? Jesus Christ.
1: Um, no, not Jesus Christ. It's it's Crowley okay, from Supernatural, okay, okay. who I think is a demon. In it's not Supernatural. Jesus Christ Superstar? No, uh, uh, and that leads me to one question. Okay, maybe I only had this, but back when I was a little kid, and I had like one of the first computers that was very, very giant, mm-hmm. and one of those, um, those laser printer things where you have this holes along oh, the yeah, side. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it was chink chink chink. Okay, I had a program. Where literally all it did was print black and white pictures of, like, the Jensen's and the Flintstones. What the fuck? For you to color. That's awesome. And and I would, co- like, there was maybe, like, I don't know, 20 different pictures of, like, Fred Flintstone and Dino and whatever, whatever. And, and you color them. And that's what this reminded me of. Like, a coloring book collection. <laughs> program like oh color the white man here you go (laughs) use your peach crayon (laughs) so so i'm wondering write in guys if you had that too because i i feel like looking back on that that's a really weird thing to have
0: yeah also please write in if your favorite part of that kind of printer was pulling the sides off the paper oh
1: i will write in because that was my favorite that was the best yeah i used a lot of those for arts and crafts too like yeah just making shit out of them yeah 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 so please write in if you're old and had one of those printers and remember fond times with it <laughs> and had that program. I want to know yeah. if I wasn't imagining it because I swear I would like color multiple cup pages of like the Jessens and the Flintstones like constantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the crossfade to Crowley. Yeah, this so, is him.
0: Yeah. We crossfade from that composite sketch to Crowley himself. Yeah. Uh, just kind of peeping on things. Yeah. Um, and what is happening is he is watching a Phoebe, uh, Mac on the Duke. and
1: Oh, yeah. So this is kind of like why Phoebe was involved anyway. And it was really weird. Yeah, it was very tangential. Because Mulder walks in on it, too. Right? Yeah. And, and Mulder is... Mulder, is not macking on anyone. Uh, Phoebe is kissing the father who is being protect- protected, who is the arsonist's victim, or future victim. Mm-hmm. And then Mulder's like, oh, I see. But for a moment there, I didn't know who that guy was that she was kissing. Yeah, because
0: he was not really involved in the story Was at he all. even
1: introduced? Well, yeah. Kind of. Kind
0: of. But the whole point was that, like, Crowley was killing these men because he was in love with their wives.
1: I didn't understand that either. I thought he was just, oh, that was a thing? That was a thing,
0: yeah, that he would write love letters to the wives.
1: Oh. Well, then, (laughs) why didn't he just, like, reveal to the white guy, the old guy that, like, oh, this agent's mackin', or, uh.
0: You know what? Don't worry about it. It's just that same old, same old X-Files loose thread issue.
1: Yeah, because that was kind of weird um because so Mulder's like oh oh
0: that's why you oh that's That's what you wanted yeah you didn't want anything to do with
1: me used and abused
0: used and abused he's a he's a wounded pup
1: poor baby baby Mulder. do you say did you hear the emotion in our voice we
0: care deeply for him (laughs) um but anyways he marches up he sees the mackin and he's like hey i found this rocket fuel in the garage
1: He sure does say that.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he just holds up this can of rocket fuel and he's like, oh, it all makes sense now. And like,
1: oh, no, that's Bob's. And so uh, they're like, where is Bob? Oh, no, he's upstairs with the children. So they go upstairs and then things burst into fire. Well,
0: first they go into the room of the old driver.
1: Oh yeah, and they see
0: his uh, his not Buckley's brand coughs are up, which is probably why this happened to him is yeah that he was not using Buckley's
1: um, Buckley's, please sponsor us. <laughs> Buckley's guys, if you aren't Canadian, it's probably the most horrible tasting thing you could ever put in down your gullet but my God, it clears you up and that is their slogan. it tastes bad and it works and I think Don Cherry sponsors it yeah so if the Don does it, then you know it's good. Uh, so we want some sweet, sweet Buckley's money.
0: (laughs) So anyways, we, they go into the bathroom and they find the old driver, uh, burnt to a crisp, hovering over the toilet as if vomiting. And you know what happened to this guy? He had some fucking Chipotle.
1: (laughs) It burns on both ends, friends.
0: (laughs) Have you ever had Chipotle? I have once in Seattle. How was it? It was not very exciting. Really? Yeah, it was like a burrito, but it was like mostly rice and then the other stuff was around the edges, but you like could you couldn't get a bite with everything in it, but you did get like half your bites oh, were just rice. Oh.
1: That's unfortunate. It's not
0: a well-distributed burrito.
1: <laughs> that's important.
0: It is very important.
1: I heard that I've heard good things about Chipotle, and especially because um if you're like really big into protein, mm-hmm. they can make like a no quote unquote no carb burrito, which is just a bunch of meat in a bowl for you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's upsetting. No, it's glorious. <laughs> um yeah, so, the guy is burnt by he's burnt, was, burnt yeah. to death both ends, Chipotle.
0: Yeah. Um and uh so Mulder goes out after the kids and uh he goes out Does after Does he save
1: them? N- what happened to the children, Allison? I don't remember. I want to say he saves them. Uh,
0: probably ch- saves them, but he goes up there with his gun, and we're like, well, he's gonna put the fire out with a gun, obviously, because <laughs> um, this is when the whole house starts burning, it starts being inflamed. A- and it's
1: kind of revealed that the paintings, the, the oil weir- paintings, the weird paintings in the in the in the house were kind of set up to to burn. Yeah. So all the paintings are on fire, and Crowley's like, ah ha 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 ha, and then. Uh, he f- fucks over Mulder somehow because Scully finds him. Yeah, he com- Crowley oh, comes. Crowley comes down all the stairs. It's a bl- is a fiery, fiery chipotle filled. Now the blur. whole house
0: is burning down. But this is what I find to be the most uh, unbelievable because the fact of the matter is a jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> guys, you've guys, been,
1: you've been waiting for that joke like oh, for the I- entire so long,
0: <laughs> and I made it.
1: I made it. Did I tell you that one time during a science fair in my school, uh there was a science project on that Oh my god, no. There was a truther science project. Oh no. About yeah. It was not great. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to grade that one. <laughs> So I guess uh, what happens next is this episode
0: wraps up in some way that we don't recall.
1: No, no, no. Okay, I got this. Okay. Crowley comes down the stairs. Yeah. Scully's like, I will shoot you in the face. And he's like, do it. Yeah. But she doesn't. I don't know why. Uh, and um, Phoebe throws rocket fuel? Yeah, she throws like a glass of rocket fuel on him. At first I thought it was water. We and then very confused. And then he started freaking out. And you're like, well, why is water hurting him? And I said, well, Allison... Water-type Pokemon are stronger than fire-type Pokemon. <laughs> Which is so true. It is super true.
0: I've been uh. burned before.
1: <laughs> and um, I But I think later we kind of figured out it was rocket fuel. I don't know. Anyway, Crowley's having issues. He bursts into flames in the backyard. The kids are going to be scarred for life. Uh, a, because probably they have fifth-degree burns all over their body, but also they saw a man die mm-hmm. in flames. Um, and uh, that's it. Crowley goes to... to
0: hyper to the hospital he's in a hyperbaric chamber yeah uh, and he's healing alarmingly fast yeah
1: uh and his makeup is a, a alarmingly bad again yes they don't do bird makeup no, very they good don't.
0: and then the nurse is like can i get you anything darling and he's like i'm dying for a smoke and we're like Ugh.
1: and he licks his lips yeah those lips are on fire, fire.
0: <laughs> now i have a question for you um Is this whole episode about fire a metaphor for the fact that, as we learn in this episode, Mulder has been burned before? (laughs) No. No? No. I feel like I was really onto something.
1: (laughs) I guess like old flames. Old flames. I guess so. Oh, there's a
0: lot of of stuff going on here, guys. See, look
1: how sophisticated X-Files is, you guys. Oh,
0: there's so many layers.
1: Like an onion
0: like an onion on onion on fire
1: <laughs> that'd be really delicious
0: flame, flame broiled onion yeah i
1: love i love barbecued onions
0: you're a monster
1: why <laughs> i don't like onions really yeah you're not one of those people who pick out their but onions but i
0: fucking love onion rings yeah you know because i'll eat anything that's deep fried
1: <laughs> well if we've learned anything friends it's that onion rings are good yep good job <laughs> Uh, let's rate this episode. Okay. Uh, I rate on a spooky scale uh, out of five alien thumbs up. Um, it wasn't spooky. The The guy who played uh, the Crowley guy, he's I enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a bad actor. No. He was Crowley. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It was solid, like, th- three mm-hmm. out of five for me in terms of entertainment. But also, it was kind of cool, like, spooky special effects sort of thing. The two... <laughs> The, the two children were... And the Britishness thing was... Oh, boy. ...not great. But other than that, it was, it was enjoyable. How about you? How about your rage scale?
0: On my rage scale, I'm going to give this a solid middle-of-the-road five. Yeah. You know, it didn't impress me much. Um, <laughs> it, it, it had the moves, but it did not have the touch. Um, those are some Shania Twain lyrics. Very good. And... Um, no, it's just that like, there's a few nitpicky things and, you know, storyline issues that didn't yeah. make a lot of sense or that weren't integrated well, but mm, it didn't make But it angry. was
1: refreshing after Eve. It was so
0: refreshing after Eve. Thank you. Like, refreshing drink of jet fuel. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So um, that's it. Uh, We do have time for a very short personal X-Files. And this is a very special one. Yes. Um, It was written uh, from our friend Elise. And Elise has had the joy of watching the X-Files with you. Yeah, with me. And um, if you listened to our last episode, Eve, uh, we had tacked on to the end of it um, the original rant, or at least part, part of, of it—very it. small amount. It was like three hours long, guys. We had to cut it <laughs> uh, of uh, of Allison. Raging against Eve. Now Elise um uh, has to live with this. Yes,
0: she has to live with me.
1: She has yeah, she she's literally Allison's roommate. So uh she sent us a song she wrote. Yes. And are we gonna perform the song? You're gonna perform the song. You're not gonna I can sing, yeah, but you're a much better singer. So uh we're going to uh, we have the lyrics that Elise emailed us, and our email is double x podcast at gmail.com. You can email us your songs or your uh fan fiction Mm -hmm. um so you ready i'm ready okay
0: okay i gotta
1: put my glasses on to read the lyrics (laughs) okay
0: a one a two a one two three four do Do you you want to watch watch some x files
1: it's streaming on netflix Netflix. we We never never watch it it anymore anymore. we rant rant and and roar and try try to to run run away away.
0: there are glaring Mm -hmm. plot holes go with it i know that inside you cry
1: do you <laughs> want to watch some x files it kind of yeah. has to be the x files or beast wars yeah is, uh, a nod
0: to the fact that my roommates like to watch beast wars while i sit in my room and drink a
1: pbr <laughs> we should have a a Beast Wars podcast. Like too. the dirty fucking hipster I am. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Elise, for emailing us. Remember, guys, if you want to email us, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us. You can Tumblr at us. You can Facebook at us. Uh, that'd be awesome. Now it's time for predictions. Woohoo!
0: Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Uh, Okay, so the title of season one, episode 13 is Beyond the Sea. That's a song. Somewhere
1: beyond the sea. I feel like that's um like an allegory for something. Mm-hmm. And I say allegory because I'm an English teacher and can use big words.
0: <laughs> You're certified. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um I'm gonna say it has to do with death and like beyond the veil sort of thing. So people are trying to dead people are trying to talk. <gasps> Like a dead person is trying... A ghost is trying to talk to someone and someone sees dead people and it's basically the theme to The Sixth Sense.
0: Hmm, interesting. Is Bruce Willis there? No. Okay, that's fair.
1: This is a prequel.
0: Oh, a prequel to The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Okay.
1: This is the crossover. <laughs> <laughs> infinite universes. I, infinite universes, guys. So yeah, I am going to say like it's a guy or a lady who can speak to dead people. Cool. And Beyond the Sea is kind of like beyond the veil yeah that sounds like fun and i hope they play this song or i would be very disappointed my lover
0: stands on golden sands and watches the ships boop boop
1: boop I'm i done. didn't know i didn't know that was for the song. <laughs> I'm, I'm all done. i know is somewhere and that's all i know oh, <laughs> okay guys uh so make sure you catch uh next week's uh episode beyond the sea and we will see you then or I guess we won't see you. That would be weird. You'll hear us. You'll hear us. Uh, And remember, guys, the truth is is out there. there.